Good afternoon and welcome back to another episode of Network One-on-One. To be successful in most businesses, you've got to do some networking. When you're able to take your network from a larger group setting to a more intimate environment, you can learn much more about your counterpart and really explore how your connection can lead to business and ideas. Network One-on-One's intention is to do just that. In today's episode, Moses Say and Javon Reyes of the timeless Meraki Allure brand sit down with startup fashion visionary Mina Fox of Hell's Bells and the influential April Yang of Cool Erpa. The fashion industry veterans share wonderful wisdom while the young entrepreneurs share their honest insight on the current nature of the industry and the obstacles that they've faced. We hope that you enjoy this episode of Network One-on-One with these fashion industry entrepreneurs. We believe it's another great connection. And my business is Hell's Bells Co. And I just started my business like last year. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Very new. <laughs> my name is April Yang. My brand is Cool Lerpa. And I've been in business for over 11 years. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm Javon Reyes. Um, name of our company is Meraki Allure, fashion brand. And we've been in business. Uh, it'll be seven years in June. Awesome. Uh, Moses say here um, with Meraki Allure as well. And just like Javon said, this uh, June will be seven years for us. Please tell us your favorite method of finding inspiration. Okay, so mm. my inspiration goes like way back in the day before, I guess, like early ages of the internet. My inspiration actually came from magazines. Mm-hmm. That's usually where we found a lot of like fashion inspo, like street snaps, like things like that. I actually got it from like magazines anime like things like that so that's where my inspiration comes from Uh, (laughs) i like it yeah my method of finding inspiration is you know seeing what people are wearing you know if i see something i like and i think i can recreate it i will do it and just from like shows i watch anime um in these days, social media like what's trending and what can i make for cheaper Mm -hmm. and um, I think a lot of Japanese fashion as well. I think I was uh, really inspired by that when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the years, it became more of like everyday fashion mm-hmm. that uh, most people would uh, be interested in. That's it's awesome. pretty cool. It's always like ever changing too. Yeah, so it's for never sure. boring. <laughs> sure. And now it's back to like yeah. that anime Japanese yeah. fashion type. Awesome. Very influential. <laughs> Um, I would say for us or for myself, one of the biggest inspirations, we talked about this uh, earlier with our wonderful host, uh, Zeke, um, is um, timeless fashion, creating Mm -hmm. like things from uh, like James Bond, because for us being in a kind of a higher end clothing, we try to create pieces that if you buy, you can still use for a long time mm-hmm. we try really to do cool. things a bit different than fast fashion where mm-hmm. you just have to buy things every week or every that. few weeks yeah. so for us we try to really build pieces that are more timeless mm-hmm. so we try to uh especially that we service men and women mm-hmm. we try to create get inspirations from movies mm-hmm. uh social media but also i love people watching so yeah you know, <laughs> If I'm traveling, I uh, see mm-hmm. something, I'm more than happy to like snap a picture. And, I'm doing that too. Uh, I'm doing that too. inspiration. Yeah, I think it kind of falls along the, the creative side if you have that, you know. Um, for me, it kind of was a, a circumstantial how I, st- you know, stumbled upon it. GQ magazines when I was yeah. in high school, 007, yeah. uh, you know, certain actors, people that I um, aspired um to be like and so that's kind of where the fashion uh, started but um it's it's that if you have that creative mind you're always looking at oh that's amazing that looks great yeah. um and then for us with our business it's uh the fact that we can focus on timeless pieces but it's based on the individual mm-hmm. so even if it's a timeless look you can have the unique touches and things like that that's just personal to the individual yeah. so i like that yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. yeah. Makes sense. definitely yeah 
refashioning old clothes versus throwing out the old for new. Ooh. Oh, okay. Um, so I think uh, one of the inspirations I'm sure for Zeke for connecting us uh -huh. is we all have a through line of sustainability. Yes. <laughs> so the challenge with sustainability is that it has so many different components of it mm -hmm. all the way from the fabric or do you repurpose or how does the manufacturer actually do their dyes are they using are they wasting fire uh, water is it going into the landfills mm -hmm. um do you uh, burn excess clothes there's so many layers of it yes um so to this question uh, one of the things that we are adamant about when we are helping our clients redo their wardrobe is donating the clothes or finding ways to refit it. Because a lot of times we tell our clients that besides the name and the marketing uh, mm -hmm. that you pay for in clothing, uh, the two things that fundamentally you pay for in fashion is the fabric and the fit. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. How well it fits yeah. you. So if we can resize and refit some of your old clothes, it will be like a brand new outfit. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, I would love to hear you guys' feedback on repurposing yeah, um, as well. You yeah. know, there's a saying that, you know, clothes aren't meant to fit us. You know, we're meant to fit the clothes to mm. fit our bodies. And I think like these days people expect clothes to fit them mm. like perfectly when they buy it and mm. they're a little like disappointed when yeah. it doesn't but that's not like how clothes was like ready to wear was back in the day people mm. would buy things and alter them mm. yes and i think people need to get back into doing that yeah. you know you can just simply Definitely. tailor yeah. garments and yeah. it'll look way more expensive yeah, yeah. i agree it's quality yeah yeah, yeah. So when I was younger, um, my family didn't have much money, yeah. you know, and that was also like an inspiration why I wanted to like get into fashion and like mm. do the things I wanted because like growing up, I always wore like my cousins like hand me downs oh, yeah. like all the time straight up until I was like <laughs> graduated from high school, like until I, I actually it. had a job. So yeah. I always had to like make things work for me and mm. I had like kept those clothes literally until I graduated like yeah. college. Like, yeah. so I'm always, you know, like trying to like redo the clothes like yeah. repurpose it i'm Definitely. always like repurposing it even yeah. if in my mind i didn't, didn't even, even realize i it. didn't even realize yeah. it and it all came because like my family didn't have money yeah. like you know and i always had that mindset and even yeah. with like hell's bells like my designs i see a lot or well, people will be seeing a lot of like the same um like plaid patterns yeah. on different things because yeah. i'm always reusing it and like okay. um when i did my swimwear and things like that like i started out with like one pieces yeah. but then i ended up doing bikinis out of the same fabric like nice. even with like the underwear it still came from like similar fabrics i even had like old t-shirts that i had for yeah, like yeah. the women's underwears like the inside parts yes. and stuff i'm uh -huh. always like recycling those That's things awesome. even if people don't even know about it i'm always right. thinking that way even yeah. when i'm making designs and things like that yeah. i don't want it to just be like one design mm -hmm. on one like fabric i want to yeah. make sure i'm getting like the best use and everyone's getting the best use of that yeah. and trying to do like as less waste as possible I love yeah it. i yeah. love that because it's it came from like your upbringing you yeah know? it came it from my like, upbringing taught you how to make the most of like what you have yeah. and that's kind of how it was for me too my story yeah. you know um i was like a huge fashionista i always had to wear something different from everybody you yeah. know like i just like yeah. we would get free t-shirts from school but i yeah. had to cut mine flip it upside down make yeah. it look completely different from everyone uh -huh. so it kind of has like the same theme is still in what i do today like mm. i'm finding I'm I'm turning something old into something new because me. that's what I would do back in high school. I yeah. would take yeah. uh, a t-shirt and find a different way to like mm. restyle it. Mm. And uh, because my mom wouldn't want to like buy me new clothes all the time. Yeah. I had to just like, what can I do at home to change this up? Cause yeah. I need to wear something different today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's that part of me. Yeah. Uh -huh. Especially having like a lot of siblings too. Like I know you have quite a bit of like sisters and mm -hmm. things like that. I have like like seven siblings, yeah. so it does get kind of chaotic. So oh, that's also it. where it stems from. You know, <laughs> yeah. we always have to keep passing each other like our clothes and whatnot because yeah. we can't buy things. Yes. So, ooh, yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, Two things that stand out when you guys share your story. I can definitely relate. I'm the youngest of seven kids. Oh, wow. And he has a, come from a big family, too. Um, so one thing that stands out from all of you guys' story is, like, one, the clothes were actually good enough that they would last multiple kids. 
Mm-hmm. Nowadays, yeah. most of the clothes wouldn't even last after no, a year. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I just realized that right now in wow, the story. Yes. How much yeah. time has changed and the quality of the clothes mm-hmm. don't last as long. So even if you try to hand me down to someone else, it's going to be like, why are you giving me a rip clothes? You, yeah. know what I mean? like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're really going to need some sewing skills yeah. to get a repurpose it. For you sure. know? So that's one part. And the other part that stands out to me is that um, we've talked about this before in our business and some of our friends is that your business is kind of like your extension of your values and your ethics. Yes. So you were being sustainable without realizing yeah. that you're being sustainable. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now you've ingrained that into your business because it's an extension of who you are. Exactly. You know, so mm-hmm. it just reminds me in a way that for most of us entrepreneurs, especially creatives, our business is very kind of close to who we are and what our heart is you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so but yeah it's cool thank you Mm -hmm. all right um how important did you feel it was to do oh it was to go to school to learn your trade Ooh, i'll pass that to you guys Uh, i feel like it was very important um out of at the end of high school, I didn't even know what I wanted to do. Even though I was so passionate Same. about sewing uh-huh. and fashion, it didn't seem like a good career path. Like, it's just something that your parents mm-hmm. don't yeah. bring up. Oh, yeah. They're bringing up, like, other career yeah. paths. And yeah. so fashion design wasn't something I thought was even an option for me until my sewing teacher kind of, you know, paved the way for me. She said, nice. you'd be crazy if you don't pursue this, uh, you know? So she showed cool. me that, like, I did, I was talented in something. And then wow. that's when I decided to go to college for it and just, like, learn more about it. But if I could go back, I would actually do things way differently because I didn't <laughs> think it was that important either. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're young, you just think that you know how to do it. Like, oh, I, got, I know what I have yeah. to do. Like, <laughs> like, I was making YouTube videos. Like, I got this. But I think I could go back and take it a little more seriously and uh, awesome. know more. I mean, I can always go back, too. That's the yeah. thing. The mm-hmm. thing is that I would go back and learn more because I think when you know what you want to do, it's so important to become like the best at right. it, you know, know yeah. everything yeah. that you can about it so yeah. you can grow. I feel like, because I didn't go to school for fashion at all. Mm. I, in the last seven years, I feel like I've gotten a crash course <laughs> in almost every different, you know, every different, uh, not just in suit making, uh-huh. but everything from mills to production to manufacturing, uh, so much education that I learned um, in the past seven years, and then the sustainability route mm-hmm. and being environmentally conscious and the impact it has and repurposing. And um, so I feel like it, it was a lot of self-education in the last seven years for yes. me, but my background, the only college that I had was for business and marketing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yes, I'm utilizing that degree now, but I mean, it's almost irrelevant because of social media and yes. the presence online. So a lot of the learning has been along the way for me. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's so many resources out there now. Oh, you yeah. don't even need oh, to go yeah. to school yeah. or something because oh, everything is out there on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, I feel very like half and half on yeah. like the importance because of the resources that yeah. we have. Oh yeah. So for me personally, like when I started pursuing it, it was more because my grandma suggested it. Cause nice. I when I was in high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Wow. But she was just like, you know, since you're already like in the modeling scene and all this mm. stuff and you i've seen you so like all the time like crazy like why didn't you try that but i really felt like i had to really fight to prove you know that's what i wanted to do because when i was in high school and like in my family my mom is like an artist and mm. we come from a line of like artistry mm. and things like that so she was very like disappointed oh. that i was choosing that path at first until yeah, yeah. she started coming to the shows and seeing nice. my work and was like you know like wow like you're actually like doing this you know yeah. kind of thing so i feel very half and half on it like yes i am very appreciative to go to school and like fine tune my skills Mm -hmm. but i also felt like i had to use that to like kind of prove myself and like Mm -hmm. prove my worth like in my family kind of thing so it's just like half and half but i think like if i was younger in today's society like you can learn a lot of the same things like online which is really cool that you know if you don't come from that and you wanted to learn it like you Mm -hmm. can learn anything basically i learned learned how to make handbags yeah i learned how to make a handbag (laughs) on youtube from leather to 
final product. Yeah. yeah. It's insane how it's much amazing. you can learn It's there. really yeah. cool. I really appreciate that. Like, you know, people like April that just yes. put like the content out yeah, there. Because that's how I learned in high school and like yeah. kind of why I wanted to keep learning and keep pursuing yeah. it. You know, like you don't always have to like go to like the best school yeah, yeah. or anything like mm-hmm. that. Like you can straight up learn from home. Yes. But I feel like, you know, I see school as kind of like a tool for like networking as mm-hmm. well, you yeah. know, because they're always teaching you like trying to put you in like the right places, yeah. Yeah. you know. So I think that's like, you know, that's why I'm half and half on it. Yeah, I feel like to a certain extent, um, you know, you can do it on your own. But for sure, there's a point where you have to like take the next step. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I believe. Yes. No, I think that's a perfect uh, segue for me because I think um, for us creatives, um, it depends which area of the business you need the knowledge in. Mm-hmm. For instance, mm-hmm. something that's very skill-oriented, like sewing, you it's great to learn online or the resource or go to school, mm-hmm. but it's highly important to get mentorship or have a teacher, like yes. in your situation, tell you how to really perfect that, hone mm-hmm. in on that skill. Mm-hmm. But if you're a doctor, you should definitely go to yeah. school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. back to school every couple of years you know that's different you know Mm -hmm. but to Amina's point I absolutely agree that I'm immensely grateful to live in a time where we have access to so many resources Mm -hmm. online you know you have dedicated people like April that actually provide quality content Mm -hmm. for people to consistently learn from super important uh so for me um similar to April's story, or even you, Mina, that my family, initially, I went to USD to become a doctor. So when I changed my major, they were not oh, too happy, especially in the African <laughs> culture or a lot of minority culture. They're like yeah. doctor, mm-hmm. nurse, uh, nurse yeah. or something. <laughs> and then, money. Yeah, yeah, and I was an English major. Like, mm-hmm. what? What are you going to do with that? You know, but now it's, um, we're using, I'm using my degree now more than ever before, mm-hmm. especially with our content that we're creating. Mm-hmm. Um, um, working on other writing related projects. But again, it's great that we have access to those resources, mm-hmm. but I think it's equally important to both of you guys' story that when you do decide to go all in at that thing, mm-hmm. truly push yourself to master yes. it yes. as much as you can. So uh-huh. mastering it could be through school. It could yeah. be through a mentor. It could yes. be through learning online, yeah. but whatever it is, please master it because mm-hmm. it's competitive. Yes. You don't you want to make sure that when you show up to represent your industry or Mm -hmm. whatever you do, that you're as professional or as skilled at it as possible. Yeah. You know, Um, but yeah, that's that's a really good question, because I know it's can be controversial because some people are like, oh, only school is the answer. And only this is no, it could be a combination of both um, depending on what the job is i also want to add you know like why i'm grateful for all the content creators and Mm -hmm. everything on the internet you know when i was in high school i didn't know what i wanted to do i just you know liked fashion but when i saw more people doing you know different things within the field i was interested in it really like opened the doors to all the possibilities or like routes that i could take so i'm like really grateful for that and like for the future of anyone Mm -hmm. like pursuing anything really Mm because you know we only get to see what's either like at the at the school we go to or like yeah, what's local to so us yeah. or what's on TV or whatever. Absolutely. But like we it's just like endless possibilities. Like yeah. I'm really grateful for that. You know, it just Absolutely. helps you, you know. Yeah. Think I just think that path. like if they canceled the fashion program, mm-hmm. if like, we didn't have a fashion program at my high school, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have gone into sewing, Same. too. Mm-hmm. But Same. these days there's nice. YouTube, there's TikTok, Instagram, Instagram, you know, where people can find the inspiration and learn. They don't just have to mm-hmm. take it in school. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's something as well. That's great. Yeah. We've learned something recently that really opened our eyes. So long story short, I was a personal stylist for 10 years before we launched our company. Mm -hmm. And I never thought about taking fashion seriously as a career, (laughs) which is weird now because like (laughs) you had the answer of your passion in front of you for many years. You're like, I don't know, I'm going to go this way. And then luckily for some of us, we had mentors or teachers that'd be like, hey, you should take this seriously. Yeah. And for me, that happened later in life. I was already in my 20s. And then one of uh, two of my clients were the ones that convinced me to mm-hmm. take fashion more seriously. And one that. of them became my business partner. 
Oh. You see? So it's just funny how life happened. I literally, <laughs> I never thought that it was a serious career. Yeah, so it's now, never too late. exactly, exactly. So anyone listening to this, I love that message. It's never too late to follow what you love, even if you do it part time. Yeah. yeah. And then the other thing that we learned or we've been really dedicated to recently is uh, helping more uh, stylists or even image consultants, as we call it, to really make more people respect our industry mm. because sometimes yeah. when you tell someone you're a stylist or a designer they're like oh that's cute that's a cute yeah. hobby yeah <laughs> not realizing that people legitimately so make a living out mm. of this so we're excited to basically paint a better image yeah. for for our industry to make people respected mm -hmm. uh, yeah. much more than mm. it is currently the film hub is the future of co-working in downtown vista Get energized in an inspiring work environment that is built for your success. With multiple membership options for workspace and private offices, you can become a part of our co-working community. The Film Hub makes it easier to produce the professional content your business needs. From video production, live streams, photo shoots, or in-person events, you can create all this and more in our audio and video facilities. Love your work and where you accomplish it. The Film Hub. Hello, friends. I'm Joe Samo. I'm an attorney in San Diego, and I'm the host of Run It By My Lawyer. It's a great podcast where you will learn a lot about the law, and it is very entertaining if I say so myself. And uh, you could get it for free anywhere you get your podcasts, and you could follow us on Instagram at Run It By My Lawyer. This podcast is brought to you by yourinsuranceplace.com. Owning a business is hard work. You put your blood, sweat, and tears into it every single day. You need a partner who understands the ins and outs of insuring small to medium-sized businesses. For over 40 years, our California Property and Casualty Insurance Agency has insured businesses just like yours. We've seen it all, and we've learned a thing or two about what it takes to keep your business protected. That's why we offer free policy assessments. We'll take a look at your policy and let you know if there are any gaps in your coverage. Let us help you to protect what you've worked so hard to build. Yourinsuranceplace.com. Yeah, I want to circle back to what you said about mm -hmm. how like it took someone from the outside, right? Mm -hmm. To show you, you know, like this is your spark. Like mm -hmm. this is something that like you're crazy if you don't do it. Mm -hmm. And um I think we all need that person in our life, you know, yeah. um, people on the outside. If you ever see anyone that they're talented in something and they're a little mm -hmm. unsure, like let yeah. them know that they're good at doing that thing mm -hmm. and yeah. that they're, they should pursue it. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. yeah. Um, because what if someone doesn't have a teacher or mm -hmm. a client, some like in our cases that convinced us to take yes. the path. Mm -hmm. So that makes me like, worry for anyone listening yeah. to this uh -huh. that doesn't have that yeah. person yeah. so please if you have a passion you know um definitely pursue it yeah you, it's so easy to do what you love yeah and you can make money from it mm -hmm. it's there hasn't been a time in history i don't think where you could literally in three steps create a name get a website and start a business mm -hmm. like and and it's it's amazing it starts with the passion um and what you do so mm -hmm. um even if you don't have a mentor even if you don't have somebody nudging you to do it mm -hmm. just kind of look and see okay what is what is my unique mm -hmm. skill set or what is mm -hmm. my unique talent mm -hmm. and then how can i turn that into business yeah mm -hmm. i also want to add you know like i firmly believe that you know your passion or what you're meant to do will always find you like no mm -hmm. matter where you are in yeah. life it will keep coming back That's basically true. like kind of to haunt you a little yep. bit yeah. every time yeah. until yeah. you do that thing yeah. like seriously it will it will keep coming back yeah. in like the most yeah. random of ways so you know yeah. if anyone out there is just like struggling yeah to find out what you want to do in life mm -hmm. it's going to keep coming back yeah. like so take that as a sign Absolutely, that's kind of good uh it leads us into the next question do you feel that you've found a niche or unique approach mm. what so, a unique question right right yeah. so being that we're all involved in fashion uh we do things in different ways mm -hmm. um or we pr produce different products but mm -hmm. we're all in the same industry so what so i guess to this question 
Do you feel that you've found a niche in what you do? Um, I think, oh. Oh, yep. <laughs> just like thinking out loud. I know, right? Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll start. Um, so for us, uh, towards the middle, so about four years, mm-hmm. three and a half, four years, um, I was getting wrapped up. I was getting too involved in everything in fashion Mm, from not just the apparel, but the accessories, the not just accessories like scarves and ties and handkerchiefs Mm -hmm. and things like that, but accessories, jewelry, uh, timepieces, necklaces, earrings, diamonds, the fragrances, Mm -hmm. shoes, leather goods, purses, handbags, you know, and and my head almost popped trying to (laughs) look at everything in a scope right so my amazing friend and business partner (laughs) and you know some others just just uh re just was like look let's focus on a few specific things that we're good at you know let's focus on our unique niche where our ideal clientele is at and let's go from there so um well to answer the question yeah so it's for us it's it's we work with executives um attorneys, uh, brokers, agents, people that wear that professional tile on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the ones that have the money, but not the time, uh, in regards to style. So that's where we kind of go in there and we'll, um, we'll clear out the closet, um, donate some stuff and kind of help them find their individual style and then go from there. Um, that's kind of where our, our DNA mm-hmm. is at, uh, with Meraki, but yeah. that's my yeah. piece. I feel like for me, I come from like a different background with mm-hmm. YouTube and uh, w- I have 2 million subscribers on my channel. Uh-huh. So yeah, there's a lot of voices yeah. and I was like 18 when I was starting making content. So it was wow. um, people, the voices and opinions of people really mm-hmm. affected me. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while, I guess, to like find like the thing that I want to do mm-hmm. because I'm trying to like please everybody like, mm-hmm. oh, like they're oh, asking wow. for this. I want to make a video about that for that yeah. person. Oh, wow. And then that kind of burnt me out too. You yeah. know, I had to figure out like, what's, what do I enjoy doing? Yeah. You know, and I need to focus yeah. on that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Can I ask what that is? Like, what do you enjoy now? Um, so it was kind of like everywhere. It kind of is everywhere now. Um, I was doing a lot of like mainstream fashion mm-hmm. and now I'm dabbling back into uh i do a lot of like cosplays now Mm. and refashioning kind of like applying everything so before i was doing thrifted transformations which was Mm. my series and now i'm kind of applying it to like what i enjoy and then that's allowing me to step outside of my box because with Mm. mainstream fashion you can only go so far Mm -hmm. with like what you see online it kind of gets boring too it's not what Mm -hmm. you really enjoy it's not a unique style you know that can like speak to everyone Uh. oh my bad (laughs) um so it's it's still like I'm doing it, yeah. but I am focusing it on what I enjoy doing. I'm not letting the voices of, mm, you know, everyone. Yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to please everyone because right. oh my people will be like, oh, can you um, do this next or don't do that? You know, <laughs> oh, wow. um, so I'd be like, dang it, like, That's I don't want to offend anybody. So yeah. I won't. I put myself in a box. Yeah. And then now I'm kind of just like, you know, I'm not hurting anybody yeah. by doing this. If people don't like it, they don't have to watch it, you know, yeah, and then I'll exactly. just like make what I want to. Yeah, yeah I want to really make. Cool. I feel like I heavily relate to what you said, you know, about the people pleasing stuff, especially Mm -hmm. like when Hell's Bells was starting out. And of course, you know, I'm like, excuse me, I'm making things that I would wear, you know, kind of thing Mm -hmm. and hoping everyone else does too. But like in my family and and stuff, they see me as more of like a seamstress, which is not wrong Mm -hmm. or anything, but they're always telling me like, can you do this? Can you make me this? Can you make me that? (laughs) You know, like, you know the story. Like, And like when I was doing like plaid stuff, you know, I like the style of plaid. It like Mm -hmm. goes with everything that I do. And my grandma's like, can you make like school uniforms and try to like sell to like schools and stuff? And I'm like, "Uh, no, like what? Uh, yeah. And then, like, recently, I, like, you know, made a jacket for my dad to help with his dialysis and, it, like, blew up and all kinds of stuff. And, of course, you know, some of my family members were like, you can make a lot of money out of this. Yes. And, like, you know, and everyone on the Internet, too. Like, it, mm-hmm. like, blew up like crazy. Mm-hmm. And there was 
a lot of people like trying to tell me wow. what to do and like yeah. yes this is a good thing and a good cause i also didn't make this up which is why i didn't want to go any further than mm. making a tutorial of mm -hmm. like showing people how to do it mm. kind of thing but i didn't want to go any further with that right, you know because right. i'm like that's not my purpose yes. like, you know that's just not Got my it. purpose and like i like going back to the question about like your niche like i still kind of feel like i am still trying to find mm. that too. like i know i have like an aesthetic but like what yeah. am i like doing with that and i'm trying to venture into um like finding a manufacturer mm. and things like that and of course you know when you're meeting with them and yeah. you're going to like other consultants yeah, yeah. and they're always trying to kind of in a way tell you what to do and yeah. i'm just like feeling in my heart like no i don't want my design yeah. to like go like this you yeah, know yeah, yeah. so i like kind of feel like i have to like fight for my niche yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think you that's know? so interesting because when i look at you i'm just like ah, oh, i'm i'm je i'm so jealous because <laughs> i'm like look at mina like she has like a style like a certain niche like that she is about you know Thank and you. i sometimes wish i had like that one like style as well that's so funny because you know? I, I tweeted something like that like oh i'm kind of jealous of people that have that one style and that one niche and they just stick to it because i have like a lot of like you know a lot of hobbies and things that uh, i do exactly. that i want to incorporate into all my stuff so like when i look at myself i don't think that about uh, myself which is like so interesting i'm like, always like hell's bells i'm so I'm mean like, yeah, it's so funny how, your brand. how other people think of you versus mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. how we think of ourselves. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I would have never thought I had like a niche. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome. I love that. I love that. That's cool. Um, and if you guys actually for you first, Mina, if you ever need um, ideas or feedback on connecting with manufacturers, we'll be more yes. than happy to help yeah. with that. I would love to talk in the beginning. After. Yeah, in the beginning, yes. it could be a bullying situation. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Because when we first started, some of them literally told us, come back to us when you're big or when you're uh, ordering yeah. at okay. least 2,000 pieces. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe yeah. it. So, yeah. But it took time to find the manufacturers we have now. Mm -hmm. Most of them are environmentally conscious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They don't even have a high minimum. Oh, you good. can even talk to them directly. Yeah. Um, like one of the manufacturers we have is in Pakistan and they even have like a zero waste policy. So all the extra oh, fabrics that comes from, yeah. they repurpose it that's and really things like cool. that. Yeah. And one of the things that came to my mind when I first got introduced to you today is that uh, we're in a business cohort right now. And there's a lady in there that creates uh, repurpose um, harnesses for cats. Oh, okay. That's yeah. so cute. Uh -huh. So um, I don't know if there's any synergy there in the future, but anyways, I'll be happy to mm -hmm. see any way I could help expand the connections for you oh, as yeah, well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, because you know. Just, so cool. Because she's doing it all on her own right uh -huh. now. She wow. just started her business just like that. two years ago. And, yeah. Um, but building. But yeah, it's finding a niche. To me, it's kind of like depending on what your belief is everything's mm -hmm. energy yeah in my yeah. perspective yes so when you have like too many windows open kind of oh, like on yeah. your phone or <laughs> on your on your computer yeah. Yeah, it drains yeah. your battery faster that's true yeah. so for us we've had many conversations with mm -hmm. different coaches and consult they're like guys you doing bridal you're doing this <laughs> you're doing that like let's narrow it down narrow so it down. where we are now is yes we have access to all of these mm -hmm. things but really we're focused on three main things ready okay. to wear clothes mm -hmm. uh custom for men and women and bridal yeah but that the foundation of all of that is consulting okay meeting with yeah. someone one-on-one -on -one, figuring out which lane they're in mm -hmm. and then from there we take them on the route that they're ready yeah. for yeah. So at cool. the end of it because the truth is that's where i was mm -hmm. i was a personal stylist first mm -hmm. i wasn't a designer by nature you guys are more designer by nature than i am but i was a, at heart the foundation is i'm a stylist mm -hmm. yeah. i can take men and women based on who they are their lifestyle that they have children and what mm -hmm. their goals are and build a wardrobe for that mm -hmm. so now it makes it so much easier energetically when we meet people or we're talking about the company to be like hey at the end of the day we sell confidence mm -hmm. okay that's mm -hmm. our product that's so yeah. cool <laughs> because my favorite part about what we do is when we dress and help someone uh, dress the part, mm -hmm. all of a sudden they start walking different. Yeah. Oh, they start yeah. acting different. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like when someone is feeling like yeah. confident and mm -hmm. the way that I'm sure you guys experience it as yeah. well. But to me, it's like, that's the part that never gets old yeah. is that yeah. when someone sees a reflection, yeah. they're like, oh. I myself, okay. whenever I'm putting a, a, a suit on, I, I always, 
do a certain thing. Or I walk on purpose. But that's just, that's how it is. All of a sudden, he becomes Denzel Washington. He's like, he's like from like training day, he's like popping his collar. Like, so to me, it's like, how can we simplify? Because mm-hmm. for you guys, it's different. This is not a, just a hobby anymore. Yeah. You're running a business. You yes. know what I mean? You have an audience you need to be aware of, but not let it consume you. Yeah. Like we all learn. Yep. But to me, that's been the long journey for us. It's like, yes, I'm passionate. And I love all of these things. But what can I do to simplify it to make it easier for me mm-hmm. to go about my day and connect with people, you know? So, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah. I think to all of your points about the unique niche and your unique lane that you're in, um, you're going to have commentary from the world on yes. what you should do, how you should do it. I think you should do this. Yep. I think you should do that. Yeah. As long as it aligns with your passion yeah, exactly. for what yes. you do, yeah. fundamentally, if that's the first thing, and if it's sound you know, advice, uh, then take that advice and run with it. Yes. Otherwise, everybody, including friends and family, yeah. their comments and their feedback is mm-hmm. greatly appreciated. But <laughs> if it's not aligned with your passion, yeah. it's simply that. It's commentary sure. that's uh-huh. not needed. Yeah. So, yeah. So hard to not to be a people pleaser. Right? <laughs> no. Especially with friends and family. It's like, oh, well, yeah. I don't want to hurt your feelings. You care. Yeah. Yeah, well, you care. Well, yeah, but if you can't take care of you, and you exactly. don't love what you do then you have nothing then you have nothing yeah. so let me say this real quick for you guys and also anyone listening is that when you're running a business especially you're creative because we're not like running some tech thing here or mm-hmm. it's not something you're genuinely this is a part of who we all are mm-hmm. so i say to say that um it's important that no matter how much you grow don't get so caught up in the business part of what you're doing that you lose yourself in the passion. Oh, yes. Because it happens to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. They start out, they love it, they're acting or they're creating Mm -hmm. and all that, but they get so caught up in the business side, Mm -hmm. they lost track of the part that actually got them there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I'm just reminding myself as well. That's why I don't want to ever stop doing consultation with Uh clients because like me meeting someone and learning about them and building something for their wardrobe is Mm -hmm. the part that I love the most, Mm -hmm. you know? So, and eventually as you grow, you can hire a team Mm -hmm. to do other things Mm -hmm. in your business that you don't enjoy. Pass off those hats. (laughs) So that leads to a good segue. Using social media and going viral. Oh, okay. So this is on your side of the table. Yeah, I think you all got a little more experience. Using social media and going viral. Oh yeah. Um, I had one very viral video that kind of jumped me to like my subscriber count, actually. So I've been doing it uh, YouTube for years, but I posted one of uh, when I started my series, Thrifted Transformations. Mm-hmm. That video just took off and uh, I went from like 400,000 subscribers that year to a million wow. that year. Wow. So um it was pretty tough, you know, because at the same time, it's exciting. You're like, wow, like I hit a goal. Yeah. But overnight, you know, you have like millions of people, like yeah. new people that weren't following you on your journey. They, they don't weren't. Know the entire journey. Yeah, they don't know the entire journey. Yeah. So then that's where like all the comments are like uh, coming in. Okay. And they weren't people that understood where I was coming from, that appreciated my wow. videos. They were just like demanding things. Yeah. Yes. And then since I was like a people pleaser back then, I was like, oh, how do I like please everybody? Yeah. And it, yeah, it put me in a box for sure. And I'm like recovering from that, I yeah. guess. I'm, I'm starting new. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you for sharing uh-huh. that because. When you hear from the outside, you just hear someone went from 400,000 to over a million. You're like, oh, yeah, I want that. Well, not realizing the consequence yeah. sometimes as yeah. a journey and being able to be prepared mm-hmm. to also cater to all of those new people. Exactly. So thank you for sharing that. That's mm-hmm. a really yeah. cool perspective. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So now, like these days, when I have a video go viral, I don't really take it to heart. It's just like <laughs> it happens. You know, it's like the numbers, honestly, sometimes don't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For some reason, the algorithm wants to boost it and then it goes viral Mm -hmm. and I could put in so much work for this one video, it gets zero views. And in the one video I put like zero work in, it pops off and it makes me so frustrated. So I don't really- just put zero effort in every video. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) That is not the message for today. (laughs) 
so true though. Mm-hmm. Like how I briefly kind of described about like how my dad's jacket went viral. Yeah, please actually tell us. Yeah, a little I'll more tell about you the story. story. Yeah. Okay, so you know me doing my stuff yeah. and like getting my line out there and like trying to gain respect of my family, trying yeah. to respect what mm-hmm. I do, no. and they're always asking me to do things. But my dad, when he made his request about the jacket thing, I actually kind of like really thought about that. It did take me a minute to want to do it, yeah. but I like eventually buckled down and was like, okay, I'll do it. So I did like one or two of them at first and my dad came over he tried it on he loved it so much which is so so how does the jacket work uh it's, he literally just gave me a hoodie that okay. he had and i bought some like 22 inch zippers and i like cut um a seam like down the arms wow. like this and i sewed it on like it straight up was that easy yeah. and he loved it so much like he was like wearing it on the treadmill oh, all kinds of stuff God. like showing it to everyone and i was like i i think he's just like you know <laughs> so being cool. a dad yeah, of course and then next thing I know, I get this like box shipment in and there's literally like six more hoodies in there. And he's like, can you please put more zippers on this? And I was like, damn, like <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So that was like, it's my dad. Like, you of know, course. of course I did it. Wow. So then I was on Twitter, that cursed app. And I was like, <laughs> basically like sharing my, like the story. Cause I thought it was like funny and kind of like quote unquote annoying, like mm-hmm. little tidbit, mm-hmm. not knowing anything of anything. Like I didn't even know too much of like what dialysis was prior to this. Oh, mind you wow. i had no idea because my dad's like the type of person who doesn't really say much about himself he's very quiet wow. so like if it's something like that serious he might say it but it'll be in like an email or something yeah. like he's straight up that weird so like <laughs> when i shared that story on twitter and it was just going crazy i was like at first i was just like oh haha like that's like kind of funny then it started getting a little scary because i was like okay this is doing numbers and like I was hearing more stories about people going through like dialysis and hearing the stories and like just learning more about it. This is coming from me not knowing anything about it. it, And by the end of the day, I was like in tears because I was so touched. I was straight up just so touched with like what everyone was like going through and whatnot. And like, I wish I can like make all these jackets for everyone, but you know, it just doesn't align with what I'm doing, which is why I did the tutorial. But like when I was doing the tutorial, it was for my dad's birthday as a joke because his wife like also does a little bit of sewing oh, so it was more to teach her how to do why? it so they could stop yeah. asking me uh, so like she's trying to yeah. 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 yeah so that's why in that video that's why in that video I did not introduce myself I was straight to the point uh-huh. like I was just I you know it. putting it out there uh-huh. and it was so crazy it like straight up like went to like four like over four million and it got me an wow. interview on like good morning america wow. i was That's like oh awesome. man and it was so funny because like my dad he's like i don't think he's on social media like that but it took mm-hmm. me eight hours to even tell him that that <laughs> that, that happened oh, because wow. you know when you're younger and like on our early days of the internet you know mm-hmm. like your parents are always watching you like yeah. don't like talk about me kind of mm-hmm. thing i used to get in a lot of trouble but yeah. anyways so that's why i was like so scared i was like oh my god i made my dad famous on the internet <laughs> Like, it took me like eight hours to tell him. I was just like, oh my at my big age of 28, like, why am I scared? Like, yeah. he doesn't even live with me. But like, <laughs> wow. so that happened. And of course, you know, people are always trying to tell me what to do. They're of like, course. you should, um, you know, patent it and all this mm. stuff. And I was like, what? No, like in my heart about this, like, I mm. feel like it was, it's kind of wrong to make money yeah. off of that. Mm. That's just me personally. Yeah. I was like, I am not doing that. And mm. people were like, you should just ignore that because people make money off of this anyways. But like, after hearing the stories yeah. of like what people were going through, yeah. I was like, no, like, I'm going to teach you how to do this so you can save the $50 from yeah. buying it off of Amazon. Mm. Yeah. And if you really, you know, wanted to and had the time and the resources, you can yeah. like donate to your local like hospital and whatnot but like let me just put this out here for free and people were getting very mad and saying how like I don't know how mean I was for putting a tutorial out for free. They're like, you know, think of the people who don't know how to sew. And I was like, I am not thinking, but okay. <laughs> oh, and lucky for you, you know. Like, I was already in that mindset. Yes. I stopped people pleasing in like 2011. Good like, for you. <laughs> yes. See, me in 2011 would have been like, oh, I should do it because people want me to, you exactly. know. But then yeah. just having like this like mentality now, you yeah. know, it's good oh. she was able to shut it down yeah. like nope not I for me I had to have yeah. that mentality just because you know I come from a big family so yeah. I'm already getting a lot of like people in my ear and for I'm sure. just like you know I'm like uh yeah no yeah, <laughs> like, nice try though yeah. 
Like I'm very like in my family, we're very hard headed. Mm. So I'm just like, you know, sometimes I'm a little grateful because, you know, I can just, you know, shut that, <laughs> shut that down. But I did have second thoughts and I did feel like really, really bad. But I was like, I know. you know what? This is enough. Like yeah. I did my thing. And I if I feel good about it, then that's fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's yeah. yeah, that's that. And that's yeah. my you know, story about social media. Thank you for sharing <laughs> that. Awesome. And yeah. I hope everything goes well with your dad's Thank health you. as well and everyone Thank else you. dealing with that. Um, what has been your best method of finding clientele? Ooh. Ooh, Ooh we'll let you guys take yeah. that away. <laughs> so. We're here to interrupt your regular podcast listening and ask you to join us at Odd Pairing Podcast. Yes, it's Paige and I, and we are here every week now on Fridays. And we talk about adult beverages and the community, a little bit of the history of it, and we are just going on a nice little journey. And you can hear other people's drinking stories. So why wouldn't you wanna listen? That's the best part. That is the best part. Cheers. Cheers. Hi, I'm Rachel Veld, host of Velocity, the Vista Chamber podcast. Join me as I sit down with Vista's movers, shakers, and changemakers. Let's move Vista forward with Velocity. Oh, how about the master networker? <laughs> Got it. Go ahead. Um, just because it ties into how we all met and led to this point today, as I was telling you guys earlier mm -hmm. how I met Zeke. So to me, um, the older I get, I'm 37 now, um, the more it becomes important for me to build quality relationships, mm -hmm. whether in my personal life or business life, it's important that I'm surrounded by good people. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, so I say that to say that networking can have a negative connotation where mm -hmm. you go to some of these meetings that just passing out business cards, which is fine. It has this time and place. But to me, I always encourage people when you actually network, try to be as present and and intentional as you can when you do meet people mm -hmm. oh my god you have a child oh what's your child's name how old are they um and especially i'll share this one part because i know a lot of people are not that good at it mm -hmm. is when you meet people what are some of the things you could do to help remember their names <laughs> oh I because this. <laughs> yeah so for instance april that's easy for me to remember because i have a lot of april birthdays my brother um my one of our good friends wasim he's also april so april that's easy for me uh, mina to me it reminds me of like cultural uh, for yeah. me uh when someone says um like blesses you and they says and like in english you say amen mm -hmm. but in my culture it's gonna say i mina so Aww, Mina, okay. that's like the positive connotation. So <laughs> really basically, cute. whenever someone says their name, try to basically create an, a visual, a connotation for it, mm -hmm. because it makes it more fun and easier for you to remember. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to make sense, by the way, to anyone else. Yeah. Just, yeah, as, long, as long as it makes sense to you, yeah. the brain doesn't care where it came from. So I just wanted to yeah. just share that in a networking like that. tip. That is so cool. Is I love that, that. Create a positive correlation um, to whatever their name is. And whatever's fun or whatever is creative or silly, as long as it makes sense to you, it will make it so much easier for you to remember that person's name. Um, because they'll be surprised when you say their name. They're like, what? He remembers? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as networking for me, it's been the lifeblood of our business. Mm -hmm. Because social media is not my strength at all. That's mm -hmm. why I, we threw that question out to you yeah. guys. Because... <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, I love social media, but I'm not on there as much. So I'm grateful that we have a small team that helps us with that. Mm -hmm. um, but um, networking and building connections has been my strong point. And which is funny to say now at 37, because when I was a kid, I was the shy kid. Oh. I barely talked and I was bullied when I first came to America for not speaking English mm -hmm. because French is my first language. So I learned to kind of like stay to myself for mm -hmm. a very long time. But after being in sales for so many years, it forced me outside of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. That's why it's easier for me now to connect with people. But That's naturally, so cool. I'm an introvert. Yeah. yeah, That's the way I recharge, it's my alone time. If yeah. I don't get enough alone time, I won't be socializing with nobody. Definitely <laughs> yeah. So for me, uh, when we first launched Meraki, my goal was I had my full-time corporate job. So basically between six to 9 p.m., a couple of times a week, I would force myself to go to events. Mm. And through those events and networking, I met someone named William Patum who became a neighbor of mine. Mm. And he 
introduced me to a client named Sammy. And Sammy is the one that introduced me to Zeke. And if I never met Zeke, I would have never met you ladies today. Yeah, I know. I love that. So, so again, it's all part of that networking. But just creating a consistency back to what I shared with you guys in uh, earlier about how consistency matters with our mm-hmm. business and everything we do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, whatever it is that works for you, mm-hmm. just put it on your calendar. If it's a, uh, it doesn't have to necessarily be like a networking thing. It just can be an event that you attend. It could mm-hmm. be a workshop. It could be you volunteer to one of the local colleges and go help them do something in that topic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just, an excuse for you to be in front of a new audience consistently mm-hmm. just to give, I promise will always pay off as long as you're, you're present. So that to me has been the number one key for us. Um, because even when we do our fashion shows, we generally don't hire uh, professional models. We hire people that are either clients or friends of mine, people in my that's network. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that we do that's unique uh, is at the end of the fashion show, mm-hmm. we have the models share their story. I love that. So, I oh, yeah, you were that. there. I forgot I about that. Seeing, that was my favorite part. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Because we realized when we did it the first time three years ago, we realized that it made the audience connect more with the brand. They're yes. like, what? That's a single mom that just modeled? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that was just a teacher? Yeah. So it makes me like, wow, that was just regular people. Wait a minute, that's mm-hmm. an engineer? Engineers don't look like that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, cool. so anyway, I just wanted to share that. Hopeless. That was really great advice yeah. because I'm an introvert. So I'm like, you know, I'm like tuned in. <laughs> yeah. That was so cool. Thank you. All right, you want to take this one? Uh, sure. Or I mean, read it. Oh, I kind of wanted to get their feedback on um, their ideal clientele. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, For me, I don't have clientele because I'm like a content creator. So okay. I guess that would be like networking with, um, you know, other creators mm-hmm. and also how I, you know, have gained my following. Mm-hmm. And it was through consistency as well. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's just crazy because my mentality is so different now. I used to like bust my ass off and like, it was like hustle culture, but mm-hmm. like in a toxic way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like kind of fi- trying to find a balance right now where I'm not burning myself out mm-hmm. and I'm still, you know, doing what I love and, you know, giving people what they want to see as well. Mm-hmm. Like just finding a healthy balance with all that stuff because I, it's so funny because I made a video after I hit like a million subscribers, like how to like succeed on YouTube and stuff. And consistency was for sure one of them. It was like every five, every, every Friday I'm posting at like 4 PM and then, but I would like bust my ass off like every week to wow. like make, like design something. Mm. So it put it together, do the photo shoot, edit wow. the whole thing, you mm. know, and then put it up and then I would do it all over again. Wow. You know, so I was handling all that on my own. Lots of work. Yeah, yeah. so it was a lot of work. Yeah. Uh-huh. And because I was so like, just hustle, 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 you yeah. know, because the numbers, you know, yeah. were really important to me. Then um, I, you know, that led to burnout. And and now I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to ease back into that, yeah. you know, find a healthy balance. And that's where I'm at. But I think through consistency, mm-hmm you for sure will, you know, find the people that are meant to watch your content. You know, you're not trying to uh, appeal to everyone now. You're, you're trying to just appeal to those who, you know, those who know, know. I agree. I agree. Thank you so much for sharing that. Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of people are listening to this. They're like, so this is what some of my YouTubers go through. You know what I mean? They don't know. They just see the end result. They're like, oh, I'm going to click. I'm not, I might not like it. But not realizing that content creating, there's so much that happens behind the scenes. We have no idea. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. I feel like my way of getting clientele is a little bit chaotic because mm. I am an introvert and mm. I am like very shy but I'm trying to get I would never believe that I know yeah, like, like, I know what you're talking about hey, can we get a witness <laughs> where's your husband I know I always try to get out of my shell a little bit like I was invited to do like a fashion show at an anime convention mm. I straight up made a whole line for that wow. and like I had all my friends like model wow. and stuff and I had like made like Hell's Bells like stickers yeah. and we were giving them out and whatnot. and every time I go to like 
you know, concerts or like rock shows, which mm. me and Jeff do frequently. Nice. I always wear my stuff and nice. bring stickers. And if anyone like compliments me or we have a conversation, nice. I'm always going to bring up like my brand and nice. whatnot. Awesome. But I'm still like working on that. Yeah, I'm still yeah. working on that. I even like stream like Twitch stream, like video gaming online. I yeah. am wearing my stuff. And nice. like sometimes I have my followers watch me make my things. Yeah. And we just have like conversations yeah, about like yeah. what I'm doing and whatnot. <laughs> so I guess like in an introvert way, it's like kind of yeah. getting out there but i also love what you guys said about consistency because mm -hmm. when i first heard you speak heard you guys speak about that like mm -hmm. it really hit me deep in my core nice. and i like felt something in my brain like uh we're gonna get our ish <laughs> together like i oh, like God. that really Thank put you. it into such perspective like Thank i was you. tuned in i was like I okay that. i'm gonna do that and i straight up like since then i yeah. was like okay i'm gonna like keep like doing my thing mm -hmm. because it, like i have like a problem with like i don't know being perceived or something course, i don't know i'm very course. shy human, yeah. yeah i'm very shy like on in person and online like yeah. i don't post like too much because i'm just like that shy so i'm I learning think she's shy in her head but <laughs> <laughs> i've been yeah, trying like, i'm okay. trying more yes. and more to like i don't know bring my presence you know yeah. and uh -huh. telling myself it's okay to like take up space yeah, yeah you yeah. know like i don't know why that I don't know why it's I have okay. that in my head, but okay. I'm working on it. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, <laughs> yeah. t first of all, f thank you for being vulnerable and sharing <laughs> that. I think the thing is, that's why I'm such a big advocate to do what you love. What I mean by that is there's so many layers to about pertaining to this example you just shared. If I had to put you, let's say, in a career you didn't like at all. I don't know if it's accounting or something, something that just doesn't align with you. Mm -hmm. You being an introvert, it would have been like 10 times harder yeah. for you to do that job yeah. because you don't love it. But you're shining. The reason why we're giving you a hard time is because you're talking about something you love and that naturally lights up Comes the room yeah. Yeah. versus that something you're like, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why it yeah. matters for the people listening and to yourself mm -hmm. as well. And then also it's good. Again, I think that's... Um, why a lot of like great teachers and things tell you that don't worry about the thousand mile journey, just take step one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the beauty and the testimony to anyone listening mm -hmm. is that, yeah, you know that you have an opportunity to improve in this and that, like we all do. Mm -hmm. But what matters is you got started, girl. Yeah. What yeah. matters that you're doing the did. thing you love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? That what matters that yeah. you did an interview with a bunch of strangers. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, exactly. you know, sure. so that's what matters is that mm -hmm. you still do the thing that you may not want to do, mm -hmm. but you do your best at it. And eventually You'll it grow. gets better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because if I had stayed in the stage of where I got bullied and I was super shy about speaking English because of what people told me back in the day, girl. Mm -hmm. Man, yeah, that's that's a scary thought, and that's an yeah. honest conversation we have sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we tell ourselves, like, man, what if we never met? Yeah, what if yeah. we never discovered our yeah. passion, or what if we never even listened to the people that showed up and told us to do the thing we love? Mm -hmm. Right, mm -hmm. scary. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 You know, so anyways. It would be or it would like take like a longer time for you to get to your path. You know, yeah. you would yeah. probably like go in all sorts of directions mm -hmm. when you could have yeah. probably just gone from A to B, you know. Exactly. So it is a shortcut, but like Mina said, I believe that if it's meant for you, then you know, oh, it'll yeah. always it's find you. Yeah. yeah. Some people are willing to listen, some people are yeah. not though. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Man, who wrote these questions? These are great. Right? How can we be helpful to each other? I think we're being helpful right now. I mean, the biggest thing I would love to do just to have it on record is one, I would love to help you guys connect more with the right people because yeah. I've been in San Diego for a long time and I've been networking for a long time. So that just a given. Um, but as far as whatever you guys need for your specific businesses or things, please feel free to let us Thank know. Thank you. I appreciate be, that. Yeah, yeah, I'd be more than happy to even yeah. discuss possibly collaborating for our fashion shows because oh, yeah. we do that at least once a year. And luckily, she's been to one of them. Okay. Yeah. 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 And that was actually on my dream board to do a um, fashion show at that location where you went. Really? 
really? So it's good that you saw it as a testimony oh, because good. that was a dream come true. Because usually when we do fashion shows, as you guys all know, it's very expensive to rent venues and do all of yeah. this and do we've all of that. So many times before for yeah. school and <laughs> we've put it on like even, like how I did, like modeling and then also like being a part oh, of it. Wow. Oh, no, my yeah, goodness. Mm-hmm. We were in tears. I was in tears for <laughs> like years. <laughs> She's always modeling for me, too. So yeah. she does she does it all. <laughs> multi multi talented. So yeah, I would love to definitely explore that. Yeah. And obviously, if you have any other suggestions, feedback for more. us or anything, yeah. social media and how to be how to get two million subs, oh. and, you, know, <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, how can I be helpful? You know, like I I I'm a huge content creator, you know, I've been doing it for a while. So I do kind of know like what's going to work and not mm-hmm. work, you know? So if you guys ever need help in like the content creation and or ideas, you know, mm-hmm. I'm always like full of ideas. I love like bouncing ideas off of each other, you know? Yeah, you're so yeah. creative. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So creative. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's interesting when you have a room full of just creatives, it, it how things flow and oh, yeah. the ideas that come out of it and the creation. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. definitely look forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also like a very, I'm pretty like straightforward and opinionated. So That's if you be like, what do you <laughs> yeah. truly think about this? I'll, okay. I'll tell you, you know, yeah. straightforward. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> That's what yeah. I like about you though. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. no, we're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would love to see, um, obviously after this conversation to see, what are the things you need to create content and figure out how we can possibly collaborate in the future or even yeah. if you need a model for your content. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, everything we do, similar to our relationship with Zeke, we try to make it as mutually valuable as possible. Um, to make it as mutually um, mutual beneficial as possible. So it's not like a one-way street. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I would love to know after this conversation is what are the things that you guys, where are you at right now? Mm-hmm. Like really, truly, what do you need? And then figure out how we can complement that. You know what yeah. I mean? Whether it's models, whether it's fabrics, whether it's manufacturing, like what do you actually need? Mm-hmm. And then we'll meet you there mm-hmm. versus yeah. saying, oh, this is what we need. This is what we need. Yeah. I, would, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, so yeah. that's so that's what I would rather do is just have a genuine yeah. conversation. Mm-hmm. What stage are you at? What mm-hmm. makes sense for you? What makes sense for your business? Mm-hmm. And then if it makes sense to, to collaborate, we can yes. do that. But yeah. I'm happy to also help with that collaboration. Yeah, it mm-hmm. can sure. just be, hey, this is a thing. Mm-hmm. Call this person. Mm-hmm. Call this manufacturer. Yes. Do that. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, we, we are where we are with our business because of the people that have poured into us. So I genuinely believe in paying it forward. So I'm not really yeah. attached to the return. Yeah. Um, but, I love that because um, I think the hardest part for me is, like, mm-hmm. always wanting to do something. Mm-hmm. And then when you're like, God, I don't know how, though. Yeah. Then it kind of, like, it, like, blocks you. And you're yeah. just, yeah. like... But how do I do it? I know I want to do it, but yeah, like, yeah. how do I get there? Yeah. So I think it's yeah. like that for a lot of people. Yeah. And that's why they say, you know, you got to, you know, surround yourself with people mm-hmm. who are already doing it. You yeah. know, exactly. when you pick their mm-hmm. mind. They've done it already. You yeah. know, they, they can tell you exactly how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think um, especially for where we are in our business and then you guys particular skill sets, the options for us are pretty endless. You know what I mean? You guys have your specific skill sets and experience. And then for us, it's a bit more structure as far as like the clientele and things we work with mm-hmm. but at the end of the day we're in the same industry yeah. you know yeah um and luckily i'm also glad that um we're um zeke decided to put sustainable people across from <laughs> yeah. each other because i've been in rooms before where they put me across from like fast fashion oh, no. executives oh, no. and things and i'm like um no offense to anyone but this is what we do yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like, is that like awkward I mean, again, you got to speak your truth. You know what I mean? Kind of like what you've done and be like, yes, I could make more money doing this, but Mm -hmm. this is my purpose. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it was just funny because they put me in a panel at USD one time talking to, (laughs) and then they had like an executive from Amazon that does fast fashion for Amazon and this other lady. I'm just like, Nice to meet you. Just compliment them when I could. Yeah. But that's like yeah. when the question comes to me, I got to speak my truth. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. You know, that's yeah. actually a issue I have too sometimes because mm-hmm. as a content oh. creator, you're getting brands <laughs> mm-hmm. that don't really like relate to what you're doing. Like, you know, fast fashion brand, like, oh, you like will sponsor a video and do a clothing haul. I'm like, that's the opposite of what I'm like, <laughs> trying to put out on my channel. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> trying to show people how yeah. they can make it instead of buying from you. So 
So mm-hmm. I don't know if that would like. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, a lot of the times, though, you know, these those are the companies that are willing to pay, though. I know. I know. So, it's tempting. Yeah. It's very mm-hmm. And that's where you got to kind of. You got to put your foot down. Yeah, yeah you really do. And, uh-huh. yeah, stand for yeah. what you stand believe up, in. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's no reason why we all can't work together. Yes. There's mm-hmm. no reason. It's you got different mentalities, different mindsets on what their viewpoint is on business, companies, mine versus yours, mm-hmm. where the whole thing, the whole fundamentals came back to let's work together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We have ideas. You know, if this helps you out, great. If it helps you out, great. Mm-hmm. If I don't get anything out of it, that's fine. I was able to help you out. Yeah. You know, and that's really where the DNA of what we do um, is 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 why I love what we do. Because it doesn't matter if we're in a, in a room with an executive for a fast fashion brand. Mm-hmm. It's like, we know what we're doing. Yes. We can work together or we can make connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have to believe in what you're doing, but you know, if, if, if there's something there, it can be there, but we don't have to, you know, there ain't gotta be no competition. Yeah. yeah. We all get along. Yeah. There's enough to go around, yes. you know? There's enough room for everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, it's true. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited. How can the network one-on-one audience reach out to you? Uh, oh, good question. Okay, okay so shout for out, me, you can do hellsbells.co. That's my brand website. But if you want to know me as a person, you should follow my Instagram. It's minanohime, M-I-N-N-A-N-O-H-I-M-E. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you can reach out to me on my YouTube channel, or you can check out what I do on my YouTube channel at Coolerpa. It's the word cool, C-O-O-L-I-R-P-A. So it's like the word cool and my name backwards, April, Lerpa. Mm, uh, so put together. Cool. So it's like cool Lerpa. And that's pretty much uh, my username across all social media. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, Javon Reyes, you can uh, just Meraki Lore, Meraki, um, M-E-R-A-K-I. Allure, A-L-L-U-R-E. Um, that's on all our social media. Dot com is our website. Um, and our phone number is also on there as well. Um, yeah, you can reach us out. Uh, reach out to us, 858-880-7886. Uh, and then Mo. Awesome. So yeah, Javon gave our website. For me, it's Mo Sisse. That's M-O-C-I-S-S-E. Everywhere on social media, you can Google it. Uh, Meraki Lore, you can find us through uh, all the handles there. Uh, and most of say is the same thing for social media across the board as well. So, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Nice to meet you guys. Was yeah. Yeah. It wasn't too bad, right? It's a great first time. I know. First, first podcast for Go me. Us. <laughs> <laughs>